Peace and justice are two sides of the same coin. A new party member greets our heroes at the entrance to a cave that could lead them into the heart of the mountain. What new discoveries will they make? Who will they find? And who already knows that they're coming? Hmm, how interesting. The final key draws near to the others. The inevitability of a quarrel is palpable. Watching these ants bicker over bubbles would bring some entertainment, I think. But what if one faction controlled them all? I could be free, and my masters could join the fun. Welcome to the Spellcast. Azazel? Azazel. Azazel. I love it. It's like Hazel. I love it. It's fucking awesome. It's actually um, an angel. Yeah, it's a it, fallen angel. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh. It's the meteor. I, I see I what you've it. done here. You get it? So, so <laughs> Roland says, uh, Azazel, could you help me push this box? He, You know it's an orbital drop chamber. Yes. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. ODC for short. But he says the box, and he sort of like points to everyone behind him, except for Lilith, because they're not agency trained, mm-hmm. right? So he's asking you to help him push it into the ocean where it will sink and oh. no one will find it. Yes. So, and, I'm, and I'm, st- I'm like trying to drag the door. <laughs> yeah, no, that goes I, I, I stop you and it, it's okay. <laughs> she just picks it up. It, it's okay. Yeah. Don't pick up the door. I kind of like, zero. No, but I kind of like discus throw it. Yeah, yeah, it skips like three yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. Oh, just like, yeah. <laughs> so what, what does Azazel look like? Uh, Azazel is tall, uh, about... I believe I wrote about six one. How tall is your aunt now? You I'll wouldn't. Stop. You wouldn't know. No stop. Six uh, one, uh, blonde hair, uh, hazel eyes. At the moment, I'm wearing a very, uh, long red tunic robe that is buttoned in the front, belt, and a broadsword at my side. My hair is in a ponytail. Just you know, it's cool. keeping it loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for, for the most part, look, it looks like she looks just like a human, right? Yeah, just like a human, just a little, you know, sturdy. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of muscly, lean. <laughs> I look over at Helen and I said, did you see that entrance? Yeah, I, gotta, awesome. I gotta do some rolls like that next time. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. So, uh, I just, for the audience, <clears throat> want to, again, thank Sam for coming back in and welcome her back. Uh, it's it's glad to have you back. We enjoy having you thank the, the first. And thank you for picking, like, strength as one of your high stats. Oh, well, the last <laughs> That's game, necessary. weird fun fact there, the last game I played with uh, the majority of people, mm-hmm. I was a barbarian as yes. well. Yes. And I skewered a bunch of seagull men. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fucking so. people. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, so just, just, like, to give a, a quick... A, a bit of co- um, context to that. We were playing uh, Blades of the Iron Throne, I think, which is like yeah. an incredibly really, combat, like really crunchy combat system. There yeah. were like, it was like dual phase combat. You had to split your dice pools. There were tables for every so, everything. Yeah. Yes. So like I'm laughing because uh, the game I play, Puzzles and Dragons, has Azazel in it. And, and in the uh, like the Hebrew um, mythology, Azazel was this 
like a desert kind of like spirit, like a, a basically a demon, but not quite the way we think of it now. And they used to uh, send out a goat as an offering so that the demon would not come and cause all kinds of trouble. That's where the term scapegoat comes from. Mm-hmm. You, you basically put all of the sin onto the goat and it goes off and becomes like, you know, it, it takes the goat rather than taking you. So Azazel is like really fucking bad. It's funny because it says it, uh, Azazel is responsible for teaching people to make weapons and cosmetics, which is why he or she was cast out of heaven and taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blacksmith. You know, I can learn a lot. <laughs> so, so after you get through pushing the ODC into the river, it, it sinks and bubbles and everything and you already got your equipment out of there. It's fine. I'm not going to like, oh no, you forgot to do something. Oh, my God. oh, like, no. oh no. Right? He looks at you and he says, you may notice there's only four of them. So, um, time to see if the uh, training paid off. And he takes this like amorphous ball of green energy and he sort of lobs it in your direction. Of course. You catch it. Catch it. Easy. <laughs> yeah, um, easy peasy. It does pulse with you. This is no surprise to you so much because you you went through a bunch of classes on theory briefings about what could happen, uh, you know, just be prepared for anything. Also, you've been doing missions in God's no fucking where, so it's no surprise. But in your hand, you feel this this word that comes into your mind, which you didn't expect, it says order, and uh, this amorphous uh, blob of green energy sort of elongates itself and turns into a great sword. And what was your description for this great sword? Because it was fucking awesome. And I, I can't do it justice. Oh. I honestly can't. Can I describe the feeling? Yes, yes. It's warm. It's very warm in my hand, and it does pull as it does elongate, it also stretches around. Excuse me! Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going here. I picked the wrong word. Oh my I'm god! Sorry. As it evolves. Yes. There we go. That's perfect. As it evolves. Come on down. As it evolves. It wraps around my wrist uh, in thorny vines and with like autumn leaf colors it changes to more fall type as it grows Ooh. and it it takes on the resemblance of a an aloe spike <gasps> yes <laughs> with beautiful colors of red and yellow and tones of brown mm-hmm. and uh, it's thicker at the base of the hilt mm-hmm. and as it grows longer it's thinner with little spikes at the end. That's really it, with autumn leaf colors. And it also deals, on top of the 2d6 slashing damage, it deals 1d4 poison damage. Yes. So without further ado, there is a cave entrance. It is a jagged cut in the rock, and it's dark inside. Okay. Those of you with dark vision can see that it's it's kind of curved. Think of like those salt caves, you know, that are like, just have beautiful curves and such. Yeah. Or like that, that cave in the uh, chasm entrance in Indiana Jones where it's like this really jagged like sandy rock whatever thing that they walk through and ride the mules through the horses through it's in it's in the last crusade with Sean Connery it's a great movie you should see it it's like that it's thin you can lead the mules through it it's it's you have to squeeze a little bit but it's fine Come on, Starbright. <laughs> All right, so so you start heading through the cave, and um, at some oh, what point, order should we go in? Yeah, this is important. Is our roll for you? Okay. Uh, I, I I don't mind. I am as far the fuck away from Lilith as I can possibly be. Do you want to be? Just do you, are you are you behind her or in front of her? I don't know. Let's put you behind her. Let's put yeah. me behind her. Just so I'll be, be in the back. Yeah. You'll be behind me. <clears throat> 
Do you, do you want to be in the very back? Plus six. Plus six. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, pl- to for stealth Shit. specifically. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I don't mind going front. Okay, so if Alexa first, um, Roland will probably. Be I'd next be super to down to be can behind Azazel. Roland can. He's he's an Azamar. I mean, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was gonna. But is there anything other than human that doesn't have dark vision? Um, halfling. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be Alexan and Roland, and then Lilith right next to Roland, and then. Probably one of the mules as your leading one. I'll go right directly after the mule. Cool. It'll be Samuel and then me. Cool. Pickles is kind of fucking. Pickles. Can I be by pickles? Can yeah, I be sure. that? Yes, you can be by pickles. <laughs> um, that leaves me to be the back. I mean, I it's Savara and then Ron. I love pickles. Yeah. So, uh, cool. So you guys are walking down this. Um, and we're we're with Starbright in the back. Yes, yes, and Sam. Yes. So you guys are walking down. Savara watching our backs. to looking ahead. You, it's, I mean, you can see in the dark. You see, out of the corner of your eye, fiery wings flitter and flutter about gracefully. Like in the cave? In the cave, with you, next to you. I look, I so, glance next to me. So something has landed on your shoulder. It is a bird. It's very similar to depictions of the phoenix. Made of fire on your shoulder next to you. It kind of looks at you. Does the weird bird head cocky? The bird thing. It doesn't say anything, and it flaps off, and it's silent as fucking night That's when fucking it flaps cool. off. <laughs> and it flies. None of you see this. Uh, this thing. I look. I look around. I look behind me at Ron. No one's. No one's fucking. Yeah. And I'm like, into it. I mean, I, I, I'm actually watching her back. So if you like try to get my attention at all, just be like, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I'm walking. I'm and I'm like, mm-hmm. so it flies off, and I'm, and I'm like, when I look at you, what's up? Bird. I've been watching her back. I didn't see anything. You turn back to look forward, and the and the phoenix, the little fire bird, is like sort of like flapping its wings just in front of you. Stays the same distance from you, looking straight at you as you're walking. And I then look back at it. Yeah, and then it sort of turns its head and it sort of flies away, hovering as gracefully and as speedily as a fucking hummingbird. But just these wings are flapping slowly, like in slow motion. And it flies and it weaves in and out of in the midst of the people and like the mastiff and the mules. And it lands on Lilith's shoulder. And then it turns its head back at you. And all of a sudden your vision is kind of altered. It's as if you're staring at the bird as if it was five to ten feet in front of you. But you it's as if you you have periscoped in with okay. your vision in your mind's eye. Okay. And it looks at you and it blinks. And as it blinks, you can see that its eyelids are this magmatic, stony, sort of crackle uh, texture. It blinks, and it looks at you, and in your head, you hear a question. What is justice? It's supposed to sound like Batman. <laughs> Tell me where the drugs are. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. 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 It's fine. It's Justice. Justice, by the way, is the word that popped in your head when you pulled out the whip. I don't understand. What do you think? Oh, you just be a little clearer. You can tell me what you want to know. Sorry. It's fine. I think back at it. My justice is for my family and myself. As soon as you say that, the bird looks at your sister and looks forward and sort of cinders away from her shoulder. Discover justice. I did already. I just told you what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that out yes. loud? <laughs> Do I hear that? Yes. Uh, are you all right? What? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. So, uh, it 
takes you guys about mm, 15 minutes to get through this small chasm, and it begins to uh, open up at the top. You you see that there is a weird sheer cut where where the chasm you can you can look up what was a roof. It opens up into what seems to be above you this deep cavern, but you you're still in this chasm, and then you can see that it ends at like a point uh, about 50 feet in front of you. So you're kind of in this middle of this chasm. Your choices are to go back or somehow climb up. Anybody want to get on my shoulders? How much soft rope do we have? Go for a Now, I will say this. At what? the end, it is kind of ramped a little bit so that maybe with some urging, you can get the donkeys to somehow difficultly get up there. It's not like they're Protect they're the, stuck. the mule. Their mule. Are they mules, mules or donkeys? Mm, I've said donkeys the whole time. No, you, you said mules. mules. Okay. You said mules. Fair Fair enough. Samuel. That's a big, there's a big difference. <coughs> Samuel. Yes, there is a big difference. Yes, they're mules. They are mules. They are mules. Okay. Mules. Samuel. The difference is like Samuel and... carrying weight and whether or not they can have children. No. <laughs> mules have longer ears and they're bigger. They are true. That's true. They and are. slimmer. Mm-hmm. Not as stout. Mm-hmm. And they can support a half grown They're elf. They're still asses, though. So I want us to have this entire conversation in character. Yes, yes. <laughs> While you guys are maneuvering out <laughs> Okay, so so let's. Um, it, it's going to be difficult. It, it's how difficult is it going to be for us to navigate up there? Ugh. Some of your packs have grappling hooks. Yeah. We, oh, we oh, have, like, what yeah. about pickles? Pickle, pickle, pickles. <laughs> pixels actually sort of like it sees Just, where you guys are going up and sort of like really jumps and is able to climb this like weird <clears throat> slopey bit. I missed a few details, but it doesn't seem to matter because. We have to climb a thing? You have to climb a thing. I'm going to talk to everybody about shit I've read about climbing. <laughs> as you're as you're pulling out the, the ropes and the grappling hooks and <laughs> Oh, I need to pass the DC fifteen. You need to pass a DC fifteen <laughs> help check. check. Okay, you have to roll what a six. I have to check. roll a six. <laughs> This is the bullshit of the historian feat, which I fucking allowed. 20! Oh my Natural god! We are going to learn so I, much about climbing. No. 29. <laughs> We're learning so much about climbing, you guys. <laughs> you are able so to, to articulate the exact calculus needed to effectively climb up this 10-15 slope. <laughs> like, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> not, not, not. Except I explain it like they're five. <laughs> I punch you. Thing, I would punch you. The, the oh. thing is, like, can I roll the punch? Uh, the thing is, he's you right. Have to roll the and punch. you're like, won't hurt him. It's just <laughs> he's right. Um, he's absolutely right. Also, also, um, no, because I could explain it like they're in college, but that would take like three hours. <laughs> so, so Azazel Roland introduces these people as the rest of the ones who is who have attuned to the the sentinel gifts or whatever. I already don't like him. It's, it's, he wanted to explain a, climbing to me. He, no, so uh, yeah, I took a feat called historian. I, I know. <laughs> it just makes it worse because it's like, you know. It does take an action, though, so it's not super useful in combat. But it actually, like, yeah, you, you need time to explain because you need to be heard, and yes. it's only for skill checks. Yes. It's not for combat. Oh. But what it does is it takes the normal help action, or aid action, aid, which yeah. uh, allows someone to help someone else and give them advantage on the roll, mm-hmm. and it also gives my proficiency bonus to that roll. Okay. So in natural I 20, still want to punch like, you, though. I mean, go ahead. In natural 20, you might as well, like, lick the dirt and tell us, like, who's 
step foot there thousands of years. I'm not a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Roll to punch him. <laughs> yeah. He's right there. You're not trying to hurt him. No, I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm just trying to shut him up. Are you trying to hurt me? (laughs) It's a valid question. What kind of saving throw is that? It's not. Trying to explain it to me like I'm five? Yeah, honestly, she could probably just like jump up, really. Yeah. Do you want to try? Do you want to try a high jump? Yeah. Definitely. High jump. Three plus your strength mod. Three feet plus your strength mod with a ten foot move. So, you, so you back up about ten feet, mm-hmm. and you run up, and you're able to jump literally six feet in the fucking air, uh, which covers about uh, half uh, of the less than half of the one up there. Uh, but you, and the rest you climb. Yeah, and the rest you climb, which is not too difficult. But it will take a little bit. But you're able to get up top. I think you jumped over all of our heads. Yes. Yeah. You, you would have jumped, <laughs> almost jumped over so your own cool. head. <laughs> you would have, you almost jumped your height missing an inch. Oh. Yes. Ah, nice. Yes. Um, I'm going to take Ron's advice. <laughs> because I can't do that. There, there, there is a stalagmite. Come on, Hal, we should try together. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> there is a stalagmite that is sticking up out of the... I can do that. Sticking up out of the, out of the top that you can, like, wrap, like, throw something and then pull it back sure. and, like, grappling hook up there, and that's no problem. And then it's next to the slope where you can use that as, like, a rail, as, like, a rail to a help safety them. line to help the mules yeah. and whatnot. Okay, we will do so. Azazel, when you get up top... The first thing you notice is that you are in a huge fucking chamber, and you're actually standing on flat-ish ground. Um, The first thing you notice about this ground is it is segmented pretty regularly in hexagonal tiles, huge hexagonal flagstones that have some decoration to them, but not not super much. Um, You can see that there are little regular square-like edges on the ends of this to where it almost appears to be a road or a street of some sort. Mm. And you can look at the walls. They're still natural cave walls. As you turn around and you're staring back where the group is checking them, you notice that this road ends extremely abruptly at this sheer rock cliff face. Like it could go on, but there is no passable way for it to. It's just odd. It's just very peculiar. And there's this crack in the ground where the road is. And when you turn around to see where this road leads, you are staring at these huge 30-foot tall gates and walls that are like just slightly, slightly ajar. Think, if you will, the the Black Gate from Lord of the Rings. That scale. We're talking about that scale. So maybe more like 50, 100 feet. But 30 feet's fine. So one of them is ajar. And you can see that there are these two towers. And on these towers, sort of carved into the stonework of them, are these figures. And you've seen enough creatures of various humanoid forms to know that they are wearing traditional dwarven armor and they have battle axes. They're holding them by the haft upside down mm-hmm. and the blades and the beards of the axe are like touching the stone floor, flanking yeah, and they're this resting gate. on it. Yes, they're resting on it. Okay. And this is immediately recognizable to you as some sort of obviously dwarven fortification or gate or wall. You can see past 
past the gate at the along the top of the cavern and in a little bit to the if you're if you are looking north it would be a little bit to the west but just just a degree or so this soft red glow that's sort of like in the very back like reaching the tops of this cavern that you can mm. see it's not lighting up the whole cavern but you can just see that far back okay. and this gate seems to be like a football field away from you Okay. Ish. No, it would seem to be, yeah, yeah, about a football field away. So like 100 yards. Okay. It's fucking huge. All right, so... She's the only one there right now? She, she, you're the only one that sees it. And oh. when you guys climb up there, you will be able to see it too. So then I guess I will rest at the foot mm-hmm. of the, like, well, at the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. waiting for the historian... Mm-hmm. to come in mm-hmm. and maybe shed some light on this mm-hmm. because honestly that red glow is a little bit mm, mm-hmm. I don't know I, I should also note you see no one on top of the walls or in the towers or you see no no nothing looking at you okay on the if, walls. like again if that's the case <clears throat> uh, that's a little too creepy for me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm, I don't know if there should be or if there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if this is a fortified area, there should be somebody there. There should be, like, at least somebody, like, guarding the place, mm-hmm. right? But the door is slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I don't I feel a little hesitant. I don't want to go in quite yet. Um, especially with that red glow. It seems a little ominous. Okay, first, this is a clearing or this is under the mountain? This is under the mountain. Uh, what's the light like? The light light is dark. And we just see this red glow. You see that red glow. And, and then the silhouette. Possibly of, yeah. torchlight. And, I mean, it's it's a big red glow. You don't see any torches on like the fortifications. Just like just you guys? Like we have torches maybe? We're not maybe. All just, I mean, yeah. We're not all just yeah, subsisting on dark vision because I mean, that's like your it. choice. You you gotta I'm, make the I'm, choice. I'm just know. using dark vision. Awkward. Okay. We do have uh, from our packs ten torches. Mm-hmm. Does does anyone here need? I have night vision. I, ha- I don't have night vision. No, no, Asimar do. Asimar do. Yeah? Literally yeah. everyone in your party has mm-hmm. dark vision. Probably ex- even the mules and the massive. <laughs> so hey. like, hey, good job. Um, when we go in the underground episode arc that no one needs a torch. <laughs> so we get up there. We crest the 12 foot like thing. Chasm. Yeah. yeah. Crevice. Um, okay. Oubliette. Uh, so... <laughs> First, any obvious signs of battle out here? Nope. Clean and clear. Nothing on the road. No stones. No loose. I mean, maybe some uh, stalagmites. Is mm-hmm. it anyone passed? They they wouldn't have passed through this way. I do do do. Any any way for me and my tool set to figure out the age of this stonework? Hmm. History is weird. Hmm. That would be weird. I like hmm. history of geology. That's weird. Like, mm. if I can, I just like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like <clears throat> statues and stuff like that. You, you're oh. talking about, you, you, so maybe nature would be closer to. Do a history check. I mean, yeah. Do a history check. That's why I waited for him. Jumanji rules. 16. 16 plus 9. Okay, that's that's a, a lot. Yeah, hey. that's a fucking lot. That's enough for you to know, notice that this particular style of dwarven architecture, you have not seen. I mean, they don't change often. Dwarves don't. They're mm-hmm. very traditionalist. Mm-hmm. They, they, they like their fucking taupe wallpaper, and they will stick to taupe wallpaper yeah. until they die. I hear taupe is very soothing. Yes. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Um, 
they will stick to it until they die. Ideal. Mm-hmm. You you have never seen any architecture of this particular style. There, there's a foundation, right? Hexagons are, are very traditional and haven't changed a lot. But the way the armor is and the way the gates are adorned and the towers are adorned in the darkness that you can see, it, you'd be surprised if you would find this in any dwarven city that has cropped up in the past 500 years. And there's the fact that this mountain appeared out of fucking nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere. Can, um, I, can I sense any humanoids? Within a how long radius? Five miles. Yes, you can. Ooh. Aside from us? Mm-hmm. What's your right, elven so eyes that... see? <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's already he's at the top finally, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Sense magic. Sense magic? Yeah. No magic. Okay, we could check for traps, guys. I don't want to just Trapes through here. Hey, uh, uh, we—that—that's out of our toolkit set right now. I um, have fireworks. <clears throat> arcana check. All right. Well, what are you looking for with your arcana um, check? If there's any way to tell if this was naturally constructed or like constructed through magical means. Mmm. You ah, you are familiar with the fact that a stone shape is a very traditional dwarven method of construction. So, yes, some of the chisel points in the road particularly look too perfect. Uh, however, dwarves are just very good at masonry. So, there might, they, they don't really need magic to achieve that level of perfection. Right. However, it is often used just for time's sake. Right, but, like, this is just the entrance of, like, a large opening gateway yeah. to, yeah. like, yeah. a yeah. complex that... Yeah, yeah, the differences are <clears throat> nigh imperceptible. Are the rest of this up yet, or is this... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for this so to occur, yeah. Hexagons? Hexagons. Reach into my pack. Thunderstone. Alright, so Careers. it goes <laughs> Max range. Alright, Thunderstone. See it fly off. It hits the um, hits the, the stone floor. Explosion. 300 decibel explosion or whatever. I mean, that's usually like what... Like going uh, off the, the... Yeah, what, what a Thunder Wave does. Mm. Thunder Wave is like 300 decibels. Mm. He just echoing fucking everywhere. Nothing happens to the stone. They don't move. They're like set in the tiles. They're like set into and the... Um, no thing. other no other perceptible effects. No other perceptible effects, no. Okay, guys. <clears throat> the, do- the door is ajar. I say we go in. <clears throat> I have no problem with this. All right. Start going. Um, okay. As we get up to it, like the, the statues are right at the, whatever, the gate. Yeah, wall. yeah. yeah. Right. Flanking the gate, yeah. Um, Wait, mm-hmm. what, like they're stone statues? Yeah, yes. of dwarves. Of dwarves with axes. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sense magic on a statue. That's nothing. So um, they're not going I, to rise up and kill like, us. What are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Making sure these aren't statues that of the kind that kill us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll mm-hmm. kind of... We've seen some okay. crossbow mm-hmm. uh, take a look inside before going. As you yeah. take a look in through the gate, <clears throat> you see another set of gates. Same size. The The doors are still a little bit ajar, but even less so than the front gates. Um, and the door statues now seem like they went from this resting position to like having their axes up in a guard position. Okay. Each well, winging out from mm-hmm. the other. Uh, and the so fortifications look a little bit taller, a little bit, a little bit more heavy. Right, that's an interesting choice. <clears throat> it, it, look, it looks like it's meant to intimidate mm-hmm. intruders. Roll me a perception check as well. Oh, fuck. 
13. You notice something is a little bit weird with the wall on the uh, on the right side. Like like it looks like there might be an opening. Just a second. Something's not right. I would mm-hmm. say. So it so there's something there's something weird about the wall. So I'll I'll mm-hmm. try and like lean in a little bit more so I can get a better look. Give me an investigation check at disadvantage from this distance. Sure. At this light level. Ah oh, shit. So eight. Yeah. No, you you are unsure. It is. I will tell you, it is another football field away, ah. this wall. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what, 120? Yeah. 120. That, no, that is, this is, well, we're looking at football field and like a little bit. So oh, so it's outside my dark range vision. W- w- I will give you an exact range. It is 375 feet away, the next pair of gates. Interesting. So uh, <laughs> it's weird that it's so exacting. Well, at 375 feet, exactly? Exactly. I mean, that's what the other, like from the where we climbed up to the first gate and mm-hmm. would have been, right? Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we now looking into this, or is he still going so to I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just say something's, uh, something's not right about about that wall. I'm going to go take a look, and I'll... Wait, wait, before you do, I pull out my bow and I take a shot at that Which that wall? piece of wall? The, the, the one... The one he's getting a weird vibe. We said, we said that it was like... Okay. It looked like there was a hole or something in it. Okay. Um, like a hole at ground level, or a hole at, like, Okay, so in? you're shooting which bow? I'm shooting my crystal. Okay, so if you're going to do that, then what I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of, you know, crouch down oh. so you can shoot over me, move in. He's reaching for shit, man. <laughs> That's what I want. So I'm, I'm moving in Rabbit. so that he has a clear <laughs> shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so as you move, uh, Connell, you, you... I mean, you shoot your bow, there's a large explosion of and you can hear like this echo coming from this this part of the wall like extra on top of the echo in the chamber like there may be a, a way deeper into wherever you're going mm-hmm. so when I shot like it didn't like uh, it didn't break anything right like nothing opened up or anything like, no, before, no, right? no it's, it's, it seems like there might be another <clears throat> passage in that wall and, and the echo mm-hmm. of your shot is mm-hmm. is different because of that it, yeah. sounds, it, it, it seems like somebody's been here before though they let Left the jo- the door ajar, yeah, right? right? Uh, like they left both doors, right? Mm-hmm. I take out the the little shard necklace and mm-hmm. let it do its thing. What do I got? Uh, it is it is leaning straight through the gate, sort of directly mm-hmm. um, right. through the gate. Okay. What is that? Okay. <laughs> One more thing. Are the mules going to be able to get through? I don't know. These yet. doors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like a 15, 20 foot opening. The doors are fucking thick. Like they are. With two C's thick? <laughs> yes. No. With t- with two C's thick. Uh, they are fucking. Uh, let's say. Let's. Let me. Uh, they are fifteen. They are fifteen feet thick of iron. Jeez. That's thick. That's that thick. You couldn't thick. move these if you with tried. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, like, it would require a strength check of, like, 50. Um, I don't trust so, this. Like, you would, there has to be some sort of mechanical, some mechanism to open these doors. Yeah. Like, don't know. Like, there will... Go check it out. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so we'll go... Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, do do me... Uh, a, do... Does your... I have stealth. Does yeah. your sense... Yeah, we'll, we'll try and be quiet. Do give me... actually give you a distance? Or is it just within... Them, or can you sense how far away the humanoids are? Where's that PHB? Let me find it. No, his is not the PHB, remember? Oh, it's right. Oh. Primary evil awareness. awareness. Feature mm-hmm. reveals which of your favorite enemies are present, mm-hmm. their numbers, and the creature's general direction and distance and miles from you. You know that there are humans. Yeah, there are humans generally north of you, and, of course, generally west of you, because the fucking city. City. 
statement. Yeah. So you're in a huge direction. direction we're heading when we're walking. We're heading. Yes. Yes. Oh. That's exactly right. Um, what was the other thing that we wanted to address that I was trying to address? Because there was a thing. Oh yes, the the I need Halexen and Connell to make me. I this guy either going to be a wisdom or an int. But go ahead and roll the dice. That's Either a four 16. or a one. Um, Y'all could have asked me about sneaking on stone. Yeah, but... Uh, you say wisdom or int? It's not. Connell actually rolled oh, a 16. It, I'm sorry. It is an investigation check. Oh, well then. 16 uh, still. Four. That's int zero, so I have 16. 16. Connell, you notice that the piece of wall you're looking at is an illusion. And you're able to see through it. And because your mind visibly, like, changes that. Because your sense magic wouldn't have picked this up. Because this is a fucking football field. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Am I next to it at this point? Yes, you are. This illusion drops. And you can see a sally port. A uh, sally port being a military construction of... of construction of fortification that allows troops to get around outside of a wall and flank the enemy if they need to or if they need to make a quick escape or yeah. something of that nature. But you notice this as the as the illusion drops. Generally they are very well hidden. More does it does it drop for yeah, it's still, it's still for me, me right? <laughs> it's still for you. I mean if you make it aware and like pass through okay. the illusion, so something it, would break. Yeah. Well these these guys this dwarven construction is really great. Mm-hmm. Guys, look behind you. As they like look behind them, I like run through the wall. Oh my god! Uh, what? So, huh? so you all see Connell. Con- so you all see Connell disappear. <laughs> and um, and much. Connell, you're now in this little tunnel that sort of just juts and like turn makes a curve. And it all it does is it curves back around into this next interchamber where there's another set of fucking gates um, Yo, that are slightly like ajar. And Wait, the gates. Happen are fucking tall as hell, more towers, and now the dwarves have their axes fully raised up into the air as if they're ready to strike down on something in front of them. Right, so I, at this point, I stick my head through, like, through the illusion, you know, I, I look back, I, like, so, so they just kind of see, like, my floating head through the yes. wall? Yes, they do. <laughs> hey, guys, come, come, I have good news, I found more gates. Oh! What, oh, I didn't know you could pass through walls. And the Sally Tunnel is... 10 feet wide, so the mules and all that can fit through, like, and they're tall enough. Like, they're not dwarf height, you know, but they can fit. And you can see through the gates now that there is, that there are some sort of buildings. They're not lit up or anything, but you can see, like, structures in the dark vision, because it's just, it's still fucking dark. Can I take Um, a shot at one of the stone statues? Yes, you can. I take a shot at the stone statue. Oh, great. Have have we all moved through yet, or are we still standing outside? (laughs) I called you guys over. I'm a little confused. I still don't know that the wall... I I think you you just passed over the wall somehow with some magic. I'm with pickles, and I'm like... (laughs) Pickles. <laughs> All right. I'm a little confused. Uh, I still go through the gate, though. That? Fine. There we go. I can. The way has been clear, right? I can just leave. We can just leave, right? Okay. Leave where? Oh, yeah. <coughs> we can just leave. We can just leave. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Feature. Yeah. Sure. You shoot, you shoot an arrow at one of the stone statues, and nothing happens. There's a loud explosion. Find Lonnie at the at the rusty now. And that echoes throughout the chamber again. And me, yeah, n- nothing happens. I'll suggest yeah, that you send right? magic one more time. Where are we through the thing yet? Are you through the thing? I yet? still don't know that it's not. Like a he wall. just ran yeah. off. I mean, yeah. it was we, like uh, an illusionary wall. We're, no, no, we're, we're stuck at all. Of you disappears through the wall. All of you make an investigation intelligence check. <laughs> 
that, you guys are not. Oh, I rolled a 20. Yeah, so, there 22. You. 3. 10. No, uh, 11. 10. 11. Okay, anyone who made 10 or higher. You, the illusion breaks for you, and you can see the sally port. <laughs> what about Rod? Apparently I have a plus six on investigation, so I've made a ten. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's gone. Boom. Oh, wait. Oh, right. Now. So, it's guys, if you can't tell by now, by the big explosion, I shot one of the statues, and nothing happened. Oh, but. yes. Oh, yes. Roland, meanwhile, has been trying to trying to help get the rest of the, the, the mules and, like, been trying to catch up to you and get your attention. And he finally gets to you at the sally port, and he's like, Be quiet. What? Fuck. Am I there yet? Yeah. Calm, calm, calm. Drink this. <laughs> just, just, just drink, just drink, just enjoy this, just enjoy this for a second, all right? Okay. So now okay, we're we're, you, man. we're there, mm-hmm. and like, and I, I did, I did reach into the, the bag of holding and mm-hmm. and pull out some heart fire that we probably have somewhere because mm-hmm. Connell probably hid in heart fire in everything, in everything. <laughs> and he's like, Whoa. he just he just sneaks up behind you while you're not paying attention, just like slips it into your. Head. It's like like the bottom of his mace just unscrews, and <laughs> that's why it's precious. <laughs> it's not a mace; it's a mace. Flat. <laughs> it's a constitution check if we drink, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got this. I mean, we just, we just, we just do that for fun. Kong's already screaming and like blowing things up with thunder, so like, yep. He's already making all the noise he can, regardless. <laughs> he doesn't need to just roll for anything. So, how these these doors? Once we get in, are they also ajar? They also are ajar. Yes. Well, so obviously, it's the people who came here before us that already opened this and probably cleared all the traps or whatever that they're going to Yeah, but who came before us? Unless, unless it's a trip. Oh, door. yeah, we, you guys should probably tell Azazel, like, well, they, what we're doing. They came like, in through a different entrance. We assume you know what you're doing, because we don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't. So no, we don't. you guys are now in this so, uh, weird third chamber. Third chamber. Mm-hmm. Another gate. Mm-hmm. Football field away. Mm-hmm. Large. Sta- How large are the statues again? Statues are uh, 30, 40 feet tall. 30, 40 feet tall. And these ones them. look mad. They look mad, yeah. How? What is the range on sense magic? Um, like 60 feet, probably. <laughs> I walk 60 feet away from them. <laughs> you see Blunt doing Pythagorean theorem of like angles oh, yeah, and hypotenuse and like... And like, <laughs> looking at his plate armor, because mm-hmm. he wears plate armor. <laughs> or no, like, uh... Like scale mail. Scale yeah. mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's like, trying to sneak <laughs> on stone ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, are, you just, are you actively trying to sneak? I no. Okay. Because <laughs> he's gonna fail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he he, he walks mm-hmm. slowly to about sixty feet away mm-hmm. from one of the statues, mm-hmm. and he senses magic. No magic. What? I walk half again the distance. Mm-hmm. No change. No magic. I I walk up to the thing and start doing the artificer touch thing. It slams down on you with an axe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's nothing. There's nothing. It was just really old. It's just, you know, now they just really hate artificers. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. It's like, I feel like damn dirty artificer touching my leg. <laughs> you roll one. It makes a statue uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, I I walk back and I, I walk back instead of yelling back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The statues are fine. I don't. Okay. Fucking. I'll, no. I'll go up and, and you know mm-hmm. take a look inside the mm-hmm. doors. Can I yeah. mock the statue? <laughs> <laughs> I 
You can see, you see quite a large fucking dwarven city just sprawling. Like abandoned. Uh, There are no lights, save for the red glow in the way back wall, way far away. You can't see above the houses, but what you can see are these dwarven one to two story buildings. Mm -hmm. You can see these bridge, weird bridge, stone bridge things. They look like aqueducts going from one ceiling and like branching out everywhere into these stone wells. And you can see these stone streets, still hexagonal tiles. You can see off in the distance, straight shot, nothing really obscuring the vision of it except for one of these aqueducts that just passes across. This huge fucking hexagonal metal tower. And it is, let me do the quick math. What's six times 125? 750. 750 feet Wait, wide. you said six times 125? <clears throat> so I, I, six hundred plus my, my dark vision only goes out. To, oh, but you said there's a glow, right? It's, yes, okay. you can see the silhouette of a man, Skyrimush, Skyrimush. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> and it's it seems to be... because you are smart. <laughs> you, you can see also this building that sits in front of it, and it looks like there's a drop off because there's it's metal, so the red glow is kind of lighting it, backlighting it. Are, are there so. any Thank words you. written on the doors or anywhere that I can see? In Dwarven... Damn, I wish I took Dwarven. In Dwarven... I could speak Dwarven. Yeah, but you can't speak this Dwarven. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> The rooms are deep. Yes, just like the draconic way back in the temple. This is a version of the dwarven language that is way simpler than the even more simple runes that the dwarves use now. This is more like Sanskrit type of shit. Wow. Yeah, these are runes that are like fucking. Yeah, I'll definitely. Like you, like you could see if you if you connected the dots in some way they could form other rooms and like linguistically that's like oh that's how this developed but you don't know what right and and the words might be completely <laughs> different yeah mm-hmm. colloquialism so I will relate this like I, I this this is this dwarven dialect is very strange can I historian at it yeah yeah, because I can speak Dwarven, but uh, probably not this Dwarven. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Is that just history check? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. History can check. I history? Yeah. History, history check. Yeah. What's eighteen plus nine? Twenty-seven. Thank you. Yeah, I only got a nine. Um, Let's say we added your score to my score. Dwarves are very <laughs> proud that their language, and I'm making this up off the top of my head because I haven't read about dwarven language, that their language hasn't changed linguistically in any major way aside from like adapting to the languages of creatures they encounter. Like in about words yeah, yeah, in about three, five thousand years. Oh, these bitches are old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, essentially. Right, but it all looks like pristine. Yeah, but also the doors are open and mm-hmm. then let's that what happened what happened historian well, we're gonna have to take we a look, all look to you <laughs> <laughs> how far back do do known histories of dwarven culture go how many like millennia you said three right three to five let me see mm-hmm. so we're standing mm-hmm. we're sitting mm-hmm. in the middle here or are we like at well, the entrance we're, i think we're in? right at the entrance like have we all moved in no okay well I mean, I'll, like, I'll move i've in. moved in enough yeah. to see what the fuck you you're, you're talking about i'll so. walk in fuck it I'm almost unkillable. <laughs> yes. Not essentially, yeah. So, yeah, I basically, while, while Ron does his thing, we'll just keep an eye out. Hmm. The exact origins of dwarves were lost in myth and legend. Oh. 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 <laughs> 
This is interesting. I like the sounds he's making right now. <laughs> okay, Mr. This Light Bulb. Fun. No, this is very fun. I have an answer, and it's a fun answer. Yeah. Dwarven culture. Yeah. Dwarves love to know their history of their family and such, and their culture. And they have done scholarly investigation where they firmly believe the wisest of the dwarves, and even elves can confirm this, and wizards can confirm that their culture is at least 31,000 years old. Oh, because they, planar wizards who've traveled to like various other, uh, a planet that they believe had split from the original planet, it's uh, lore, lore, lore. They don't know exactly uh, when dwarves appeared because they were underground and then the first people knew about them was above ground and they have lost those traditions. And yeah, time, so there you go. Time to rediscover those traditions. And I haven't been able to tell the relative age of this stone. Mm-hmm. Is it all? Does it all seem the same age? Yep. Can't tell if it's old or new. Mm. So if you didn't think that this was an Atlantis-based styled adventure exploration thing before, here it is now. So we're all yeah. cautious. We want like a Leviathan. Yeah, we're all cautious. Over. Yeah, we're all cautious. Hey, yeah, I, was I mean, in the I hallway. haven't been on this plane before. Like, I was, I was so in a- like. I was in a hallway a full football field away from these statues. Uh-huh. Right? I think I could have ran out of the wall and everybody uh-huh. been like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam Brooks here, just cracking open an ice-cold can of intermission for you listeners. We're just going to go ahead and jump into our cue corner. We asked a couple weeks ago which video game franchise should get its own official tabletop RPG. And the Twitter sphere provideth from our own Pierre at Thriver Sign wants to see Magicka, a spell mixing system that can go terribly wrong is perfect for silly low stakes pickup one shots. I agree. A wonderful suggestion. Ares S at the Nerdy Ares says Monster Hunter. Think about hunting and fighting larger than life monsters who are extremely powerful for the glory and honor of the hunt. That would be fun. Actually, Pierre, Mike, and I were part of a 5e campaign that wanted to use a custom Monster Hunter rule set for gathering and such. That group's no longer meeting anymore, but I think an official Monster Hunter tabletop RPG would be very cool. Daryl at Bullwastiff said Borderlands and Elijah at the Omni Shift replied, I would love to play Bunkers and Badasses. Hell yeah. Professor Jimbles at Prof underscore Jimbles says Horizon Zero Dawn, or at least a good Powered by the Apocalypse playbook. Ultamus at Ultamus seconds that. Where Octopus at Where Octopus says Pokemon. Clearly, some decent unofficial games exist, I know, but I agree where Octopus. Wouldn't it be nice to just get some recognition from the upset Nintendo? Dungeons and Diabetes at Michaelphone87 says Bioshock in all caps. Ultamus at Ultamus puts forth his own suggestion of saying, of course, Mass Effect. And Crit Thulu at Crit Thulu says officially licensed Fallout. Finally, Ice Claw, the crossover lord at Sasperamatu, says, Heroes of Might and Magic, it's simple yet enchanting, and Command and Conquer, Red Alert 2. Alternative history is always a great start. These two could even work as war games, I think. 
New Q Corner question. I know we've asked you where you want the next D&D module to be set. We still don't have any information on that. But now we're interested to know what kind of plot the next official 5th edition module should have. We've had dragons trying to take over the world. We've had elemental cultists. We've had demons raging underneath the world, vampires, giants, which was based on King Lear, by the way, in case you were unaware of that, Storm King's Thunder, possibly one of my favorite models, a Sararak. But now, what kind of plot do, do you want to see? We do, do you want to see something more investigative, something with another secret super weapon that could be the end of the world? Do we want to see someone try and bring back other otherworldly powers what kind of adventure do you want to what, what kind of plot do you want to see something of low magnitude large magnitude just tell us your thoughts which you can do so by replying to our tweet about this or going to the fifth edition Dungeons and dragons facebook page where we will surely have this question up there and finally, we're just going to quickly cut straight to the fact that we have a couple of new patron pages. We have a patron page with Podbean. You can find that page at patron.podbean.com slash the spellcast, where we have pledge options of $1, 5 10 15 and $100 increments. And the same goes for our Patreon page where you can locate that at www.patreon.com slash thespellcast, where we also offer the same 1, 5, 10, 15, and $100 increment rewards. We have had the pleasure of creating our 5th edition actual play podcast for the past year now. It's going to be a year in about a month, less than a month actually. And while we absolutely love creating it, we could really use your help. There are very real costs associated with keeping our podcast going. We need to pay for everything from server space to new equipment to diversifying the content we provide for you, our fans. We're, we're offering cool things with our rewards, like dice, shoutouts, some pretty cool merchandise, and opportunities to play with us for some good old D&D. We also want to start bringing you more storylines using different game systems, kind of like what we did with our Call of Cthulhu one-shot, and give you more of things like that. And, and, if we are able to meet certain goals, we might be able to bring you a new episode every week instead of our current bi-weekly schedule that's something we want to shoot for and we need your help doing it so we encourage you to go check that out and as always one free way that you can help us out is by telling your friends and people you know about the show that is one of the best ways you can help us out no matter what your budget is that is a zero dollar pledge people just telling your friends and we would greatly appreciate it just as much as anyone who donates any amount of money so thank you so much for listening Continue to enjoy the episode, and we will see you again in a couple weeks. Bye-bye! Well, while we're investigating, how big is the city? Oh, it's fucking huge. Where, how long is this? Okay, how far 
is this light from us currently? It's close to the, the back wall is about three quarters of a mile away. Where can we see the red? Three quarters of a mile away. Like it's in the middle? Yeah, way in the back. Oh, all the way in the back. The city looks to be about three quarters of a mile long oh, okay. from where you're standing. Gotcha. Wow, we have so much exploring to do. Mm -hmm. With that being said, mm -hmm. I want to kind of kick down the doors <laughs> and see what's inside these houses. See if, you know, any okay. people have... "Quote unquote, died Pompeii style." Oh, uh, so we're we're, um, we're doing like yeah. you know, urban combat. Like, mm -hmm. do you have? To yeah. Well, oh, I, I want to see I what wait. the fuck is going on because I'm like, this is eerie, mm -hmm. and I don't like it. Before she starts kicking down doors, can I sense how far away the humans are? The humanoids? Did mm -hmm. we figure that out? Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, there's humanoids generally north of you. They're they're scattered anywhere between 700 feet in front of you to the rest of the quarter mile, but you can't pinpoint their so exact 700 feet. 700 feet. Distance feet. To, mm -hmm. to to what it's seems to be open of a mile to the end That's, of the city, so they're in the city and. And I relay this and message to about, And about how many? Humanoids? Do you only specifically humanoids. Okay. Just like a general, it gets just a general idea, right? Like it's not mm -hmm. yeah. accurate. 150, let's say, as a starting number. Which of your favorite enemies are present? Their numbers and the creature's general direction and distance in miles from you. Okay. Uh, you have, um... So wait, there's humans in this city. If humans, there are multiple groups of your favorite enemies dwarves. within range, you learn this information for each group. Yes, okay. You discover one T. They generally number, I would say, how many did I say earlier? 150? 150. Okay, I would say they number about 120, 115. You, the, the specifics of the breakdown of that, you don't. I just know they're humanoid. Yeah, yeah. You know that there, you, you spot a dwarf and a kanku the 700 feet in front of you. There is a dragonborn sort of northeast of you, about a, mm, I would say, um, two thirds of a mile. Can I tell if the one that's 700 feet for me is like, is it like lower? Is it it's, like below? It seems to be on the same, well, uh, you just get general feeling distance. General feeling, yeah. Also important, do you relay any? this. Uh, I'm relaying everything to you. I'm pretty much telling you guys, before you go smashing in doors, there's actually a couple of humans in that direction at point north. Humans? Human. Humanoids. You feel the presence of a Ganassi 750 feet away, ish, give or take. I so, so right races. How about this? Do we, it, uh, is there anything we don't specifically sense based on, or that he doesn't sense based on that list? Okay. I forgot you, to write races. You do not sense a deep gnome. You do not sense a halfling. Uh -oh. You do not sense a human. You do sense the, I think Warforged would count. You sense a Warforged about the three quarters of a mile away. The Fire Ganassi is 750 feet away. Is that the demolitions guy? Yeah. You sense a Tabaxi also about, uh, about the same distance as the Kenku and the dwarf in the same direction. The Kenku was the bookkeeper? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then the dragonborn you sense a little bit northeast of you through uh, two-thirds of a mile. Okay. So after relaying to them that I could sense all these mm -hmm. favorite mm -hmm. enemies 700 feet away, I start mm -hmm. walking towards that direction. All right. Any, any no humans in no the humans, room? No humans, just human noise. Uh, I want to break down the doors to the closest areas. Okay. So see, just okay. okay. We'll get we'll get to you two in a second. You three, anything? So no humans in the range means that we don't sense any of the black hearts within the. Range. Oh yeah. Oh humans. Thank you. Uh yes, you do sense 
four humans, roughly three quarters of a mile north. Did you tell us who we're looking for? Have we been told who we're looking yeah. for? Yeah, he, yes, they, they explained to us mm-hmm. before. I, I have notes from uh, Rita. Rita. And we know what the races are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically we, we sense almost everyone from we the sense party. I don't. We sense... I don't, don't know the races. They do. The, they do, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll openly explain that I have this roster of people who we expect to be in the party from mm-hmm. the Black Cards and are actually miss, uh, known to be missing from the expedition party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the whole expedition party or just like... That's the, the whole that we, expedition okay, party. Okay, so, so yeah, but the expedition party, which mm-hmm. is missing. Probably. Um, we, based on what you've said, we probably have close correspondence to exactly two-thirds of that expedition party. Um, Missing the halfling general leading the expedition, their cook, and their lieutenant. Where did you sense the fire elemental person? He said to the east, correct? No, north. North. All basically basically it's north, yeah. But not necessarily all in one group? No. Not necessarily all one group, but okay. but you also you also detected over a hundred wanting <laughs> ish, yeah, twenty uh, ish in about the same distance as the four humanoids. Uh, it's the four humans. Okay, well, what which is also roughly seven hundred fifty ish. No, no. So no. Can, three quarters so of a mile. Three quarters of a mile. Do I have uh, insights? Like, can I like just like can I assume that since they haven't been around, like that they're kind of imprisoned, like just an assumption. Well, I mean, you can assume that, but we, we won't know no, no. until we check it out. Okay. Let's investigate, so, man! If, if, our, if Azazel is, like, going mm-hmm. off to, like, check mm-hmm. buildings, mm-hmm. I'll I'll go and assist so it goes faster. Okay. Uh, Ront, Savara, anything for I'm you? I'm going to trail behind okay. them. Okay. I'm just kind of like... But I, since... since I, I will say that if we're going to pick, you know, if we're going to go off in a direction to look for them, you know, let's pick one of them to hone in on, and if you want it to be a fire... North-ish. Well, I'm going okay. towards the closest, which is uh, 700 feet north okay. of me. Yeah, no, that's that's like a hundred. It's going to be like a. I want to check the, the nearest vicinity, north. like the the closest, the area surrounding. Yeah, yeah. You, so just to see if there are any like no, uh, items or um, possible like things they might have yeah. left behind, because so, apparently they're there's, not there's in the immediate distance. vicinity. They're a little farther ahead, as said by Connell. Ron, your current action. I'm not going to go. Like with all of them, but I am going to slowly head north and like be very meticulous about looking in places and like artifacts, <laughs> stuff. Trying yeah, to figure sure. out like, did people live here? How long ago did they live here? Okay. So then you'd probably be checking the doors that I crack open. I'm just gonna slowly open doors. In front of you appears to be stone jutting out of the walls of some of these buildings, stone like flags, like weird stone flags that have inscriptions on them. They're weird, rudimentary. Uh, you can see some of the language, but there's also pictures. Um, they seem to be dwarves doing actions, like shooting bows and arrows and things. Do and you can see dwarves. Dwarves shoot d- bows like you and can, arrows. Like you can see what looks to be a rudimentary, uh, rudimentary. Oh, what is it? A rudimentary drawing of like a bottle and like a, a tankard of sorts so, on another one. Um, so caveman scrawls. More sophisticated, but do do any like can I look at any of the the old like dwarven mm-hmm. glyphs and any of the pictures and tell if there's any correspondence to words in the dwarven language that I might know, or is it more like you know this is the name of this ha- this the, the people who live here, this is the name of this you know tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that 
looking at what the pictures look like on these weird jutting stone flags and how things are positioned in this little street that this is probably a market like an ancient market of sorts and these are shops what they sell here i mean you can't figure out what the the language is too old to tell if it's the same word for right. like bow shop and right you know, exactly or potion shop or right whatever. i guess like kind of what I'm, I'm looking for is like if i know the dwarven word for weaponsmith and mm-hmm. there or or for uh, Fletcher. You, you, right. yeah, you, you know those words. We're trying to Rosetta Stone ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to, to like get a little bit more familiar with the language and see if there's any like, there is some th- There is some familiarity with okay. the consonants. Cool. Right? Okay. Uh, in terms of like the way the letters look like and the runes look like for the consonants. You can see like maybe where the consonants in the Dwarven word for Fletcher could be, and you can see resemblances to them in similar positions, but the vowels are all fucking weird. <laughs> because really cool. vowels, traditionally, fun fact, are more for emotional things. Consonants are more rational, distinguishing sounds. They're like plosives and yeah. fricatives. And, and, and it's, it's not uncommon for languages to, you know, leave out vowels when, you know, in certain language groups. Exactly. So like, and the dwarves, the nature of their language being more rational, uh, militaristic, uh, constructional, cool. is, it, like, the, the consonants would not have changed as much as the vowels would. Okay, so... Except for languages with the vowels baked into every single piece. Right. <laughs> That's true. So, so you notice this. As you guys get into the, the this market space and you're, you're opening doors, it's fucking empty. It's like it was abandoned. Some shops have like things in them but they're fucking old as shit and like rusted but like they're undisturbed it's fucking empty oh fuck everyone roll me perception check also what are roland and lilith doing they're 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 leading the mules following behind you guys three you don't have to jumanji you don't have to jumanji this is just what he does it would have been three. Uh, Do you have a wisdom? What's your wisdom modifier? Uh, my wisdom is ten. So, okay. so I got six. Okay. So mm-hmm. you hear people who've made That's eighteen. Twenty. Okay. People who've made 15. an eleven or higher. Seventeen. Okay. You hear this rhythmic clanking. Like heavy but it's distant. Is it like industrial music? Kang. N- n- is it like no, a- it's yeah, 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 yeah. Kang, Kang, Kang. Kang. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dwarven techno. I'm, I'm, I'm all about. Is it, Kang. Is it like Morse code or like somebody like Kang? Yeah. No, like the rhythm board. never changes. It's like this heavy hammer striking an anvil in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's what you equate it to, mm-hmm. Connell. Like it's very slow though. The next thing you hear is it. It's the stupidest sound. Um, it's like I can't explain it any other way. Make the sound. <laughs> it's like a raspberry. How do we hear this? I don't hear any you, of this. you hear it, Latin, and all of you can hear this. Oh. This is this is not a perception. It's like all around you and like intermittent. Some of them are higher pitch, like. <laughs> you, you sound nothing. You smell nothing. You smell nothing. And some of them like. It's so gross! And then from around 
the corners and oh, exiting no. out of some of the windows of the shops and like around the street and like actually behind you in in a way sort of semi surrounding the group it's are a these, bunch of farts it's the, well, the best way Fart to describe columns. the best way to describe these creatures is they look like flying jellyfish like floating jellyfish what? and they have Man-a-wars? these weird eye stalks that are like, like kind of looking at you yeah, kind of like Manowars. They're 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 like medium-sized um, creatures. Um, and and some of them you can see are like their eye stalks are like peeking around the corners and they're looking at you. A few of them have like weapons, and like but they're like clumsily dragging them along the ground like they're not really strong enough to pick them up. Um, and they're old dwarven weapons, like they're rusty. One of them has like this dwarven helmet just sitting on the top of its on the top of its like jelly. flat pancake like <laughs> body, and it like slides off as it moves. And one of its tentacles like picks it back up and sets it back on. And it starts to slide off again. What and kind of class is it? I'm kind of charmed. I am too. <laughs> they, they look they look cute. What kind of class is it? Are they considered? Uh, that's not. How that, it works. That's not. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> they're 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 not considered humanoids. That's for sure. Are they considered beasts? Uh, aberrations. No. Uh, probably aberrations. Oh, actually, monster manual. Can I get happy? I was wondering because I can I can make gestures with beasts. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I'm picturing. I get excited. I'm not gonna lie here. I am excited. The massive jellyfish. What were those called? Excited. Um anyone who has a Ashley Rond. Mm-hmm. Um you you recognize these creatures. You do because the, uh, people talk about them in the adventure times as like if you're ever stuck in the underdark and you run into a flump. It is a flump. What is a flump? Did I or did I not? You did just say the only thing I've ever seen, anything like this. This is a flump. <laughs> it's a flump. It's a plumbus. A plumbus. <laughs> the next generation plumbus. This okay. mysterious creature, and we're going to add the word typically, drifts through the underdark, propelled through the air by the jets whose sound gives them their name. Oh my god. A flump glows faintly, reflecting its moods in its color. Uh, they all yeah. seem to be a sort of like greenish, like lime sea green right now. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, they're like easy going. Wow, I actually fucking guessed that right on the damn um, thing. So, yeah. Ron, you will know that soft pink means it's uh, it is amused. Deep blue is sadness, and I fucking guessed this without reading it. Green expresses curiosity, and crimson is anger. What color are they right now? They're green. They're, they're like a sea green. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I'm excited. So so what? Oh, they're what, small. They're small. So 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 what did it say in the Adventure Times uh, under the? If you find yourself in the Underdark with. Um, so uh, like straight up, as soon as I see that like one looking at us with like the helmet or anything, I'll give him a salute. It it it, <laughs> it 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 picks up its tentacle. It looks at you. Looks as it t- at its tentacle and like kind of like so it goes on its eye stalk and like bats its eye stalk and it blinks and like comes back up again <laughs> accidentally. And you can see on these tentacles they have like these barbs on them, right? As um, they're, but their tentacles are some of them wrapped around weapons, shields, whatnot. They, do they grab people and pick them up in the air yeah, and tickle they're them small. with the barbs? They're small aberrations. Are, are, you know this. <laughs> Flumps communicate. 
telepathically. Though they resemble jellyfish, flumps are sentient beings of great intelligence and wisdom, possessing advanced knowledge of religion, philosophy, mathematics, and countless other subjects. They're sensitive to the emotional states of nearby creatures. If a creature's thoughts suggest goodness, a flump seeks that creature out. Um, hence why there is a flump floating towards you, Hal. Everyone chill out. Good, good day. Uh- what are you talking about? Good I'm evening. freaking happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and th- there's also they also kind of like gather around you. They sense no harm in you. And Roland, you can see Roland's kind of looking around and is like, Ugh. just kind of like, oh boy. Uh, do you do you speak common? Or or actually, I'll, I'll say in, in dwarven. Actually, do you speak common? <laughs> do you speak common, laddie? actually speaks in your your head. Oh, cool. It starts coming in emotions and thoughts and like rationales at first and then it adapts to your language and it sort of talks to you it's like, hello. Hello. I am the leader of the Flum Society. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get down on a knee. No need. No need. We, we sense that you beings are here. I'm sorry. Please do not interpret my reading of your thoughts as interusion of your mentality. I didn't know I had thoughts. Uh, are they malignant? They are not malignant. Right. So we only hear right. what he's saying. Yeah. yeah he's not. He's not. He's not. Uh, is he actually saying it out loud? Yes. Or yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it out loud. Like, yes. Uh, no. No harm done. Um. Uh, you, you are Sir Retchinga. Yes. For others. Peopley. Yes. Yes. Many Peopley. Peopley. Yes. Different Thank you. People. Uh, some like like them or, or like like her. <laughs> not not like him though. I don't think we don't mm. have elves. What? what uh, Is there an, uh, We have small people and yes. We have two small Peopley and one. They have the Peopley. Peopoli ish. Only one Peopoli. Can can you take us to them? <coughs> yes, yes, we can. Are the snake Peopoli nearby? Oh, and you can see all of them start turning like a pink. Yeah. And like a mix of pink and like it's now a little bit purple ish. Yeah. We don't want to be near them. Yes. They 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 and then you can see some in the back are like now kind of like getting Let's darker see, red. Do they? They don't like the snake people. The, the, pink the people are amused, happy. no? The, the snake pink is amused. I thought pink was amused. It, it's it's turning red. It's so it's, turning. It's, it's going through. Uh, yes, it's uh, going through. Okay. It, it's not like an LED. They don't so they switch transition. on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, okay. it it's like a mootering. Visualization. Yeah. <laughs> and um, win out. Right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it really kicks the llama's ass. <laughs> um. But yeah, these these flumps um uh, tell you that they discovered this city after migrating through the Underdark and, like, discovered a cave entrance that has since, like... Uh, collapsed. Collapsed. Yes, so, thank you. Two questions. How long ago was that? Oh, this... This was... Do they have a they tell, they tell you the length of time that the mountain has appeared next to Baldur's Gate. Ah, okay. We have been here. We have maintained and defended our new home as best as we can, but we are afraid because we sense a great evil in the newcomers that yes. are north. Of, and like, there's one floppy tentacle waving, <laughs> waving north. Mm-hmm. We fought them before uh, in in other mountains. You know of these evil snake piapoli? Yes, yes, Uanti. Uanta e. How? Are you are you talking to him? He's talking in my head. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Uh, what's its name? Oh, wh- what's your name, sir? My name is unpronounceable in your tongue. It's... And, and, and you can see, like, it's it's little top mouth-looking thing that's kind of... Well, I mean, they wouldn't necessarily have mouth, but it, it's gas thing is, like, doing a thing. That is smell. My name is the leader. Does, does, smell. He's, he's, it, smell it's bad. the leader. They're, they're, it's they're, like they're an supposed to be intelligent. He's intelligent? Oh, very good. Yeah, okay. Uh, does that name separated. have a significance Excuse that me. can correspond to one of our words? Um, I like this name, Thought. <laughs> With all due respect, that's difficult for us to pronounce, as you said. Is there anything else we can call you? You may call me... That face Adam has when Adam hasn't prepared a name for a thing that he's clearly planned. Flatulence. You can call me... Lance. Call Lance. Flatulence. Lance. Flatulence. Flatulence. You may call me... The Philosophizer. The Philosophizer. Oh my god. That's what he wants to be called. The philosopher. The philosopher. Okay, I know I'm separate from them. Can I pull no, out you're, we're on my instrument, which mm-hmm. is a large Russian instrument? Yeah, oh, the, the, <laughs> so you're going with the ballet like a. Okay, cool. I'm going with that. I'm playing the song to amuse them in another place the, the Asmar zealot barbarian <laughs> is a Disney princess. Listen, man, the world can be one together. Conflict they uh, they actually all sort of sway in this. Stars like diamonds in your eyes. <laughs> um, yes, Samar. Goodbye. I go, I want to like, uh, I look at, since I'm, I assume I I am I can tell that they're communicating telepathically. Yes, yes. So um, I'm gonna look at the leader and telepathically say, "Hey, leader, I have a question." Yes, yes. Pointy one. Do you know? But not as pointy as the pointy pointy one. Right. Do you know what justice is? Justice. Justice. This is like the Dark Knight. Justice. Justice. (laughs) My people and I often question the philosophies, me especially, assigned to it, of the creatures, the intelligent creatures that we come in contact with. Some of their philosophies we've discovered vary greatly. And so this concept of justice has different meanings to different people. These, you want in a TT, see justice in the method of righting a wrong through hurting people. We have discovered this. And that is a big truth. That is different than what we have sensed through good creatures we have encountered, which is the pursuit of righting a wrong through the helping of others. But then again, what is a moral if not your own personal perspective? Okay. And the pursuit of self-discovery. Okay. Thanks. Philosopher. Philosophizer. Philosophizer. Is this just in in Savar's head? Yes, just in her head. And... It's a weird question, right? It's a weird question. You can see... see, Oh, I will add this. You can see the outline of the firebird circle around the flump as it's talking. And and it also adds in your mind only, a la Galadriel, when she speaks and then she talks yes. to Frodo in your mind. 
Oof, what would what would he say? What would he what would, what would they say? I guess flumps don't really have a gender. Um, <laughs> they would say the philosophizer would say, I can see that this question bears a great importance to your sister. You concerning your sister and a great destiny. And then it stops as I'm sorry. We creatures are able to uh, dig deep, sometimes impolitely so. Can you see the bird? I can see that you can see the bird. Oh boy. That's pretty deep, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, these flumps float around uh, and float you to this one tavern uh, in the marketplace. And they, they open the doors and you can see inside uh, there are three figures gathered around this hearth uh, with a very small fire that you would have been able to kind of see a little bit of smoke coming from. But they've been trying to keep it small so it's not super detectable. And you can notice that uh, laying down, uh, sort of injured with like a bandage wrapped around his head, is is a dwarf, no armor. Uh, I believe uh, a dwerger in like the subrace, so like a dark dwarf. Uh, you can also see this small raven-like humanoid creatures just standing there, just very like arms crossed, sort of looking at you as you come in, and like double takes. And then just sort of looks back at the dwarf and caring for the dwarf, tending and changing bandages on him, is this uh, female tabaxi, which is caring and soothing and like says, it's, it's, uh, "Don't, don't wince, damn it! I'm just trying to change your bandage." Oh, Ron? oh. Hmm. Do you think you could help out the dwarf? Uh, Hello. Uh, Are you? Oh wait, am I the guy who can use the healing? I don't have the healing proficiency. Are you the? You have you you have the potions. Oh. Are you the? Oh. Are you the rescue party? Uh. Yes, we're the rescue party. I have. Oh, you're. Oh, thank the gods. Well, he, thank he, all he the gods. One, like, oh, I'm still yes. soothing them with Wait, some. Wait, so it's, right, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dwarf, a tabaxi, and mm-hmm. tabaxi for everyone's reference are like cat people. Oh. Vegeta wears. Yeah. Uh, oh. This one, this one's kind of like a, a cheetah spotted. Sorry, I have I have uh, uh, new interesting personal connotations for cat people thanks to Final Fantasy. <laughs> gross. No, it, it yes, it's gross. It's bad. I, I I'm I'm very frustrated. Um, I know. But so it's just those two, or did I miss one? It it it's three. The, the Kenku, the Kenku, the Tabaxi. A Kenku is what? Raven. A Kenku is a small raven-like, about the size of a halfling, a raven person. Okay, so, um... And she's actually got her feathers on the top of her head in, like, a weird feather bun. It's kind of interesting. She looks kind of old. And the dwarf needs medical attention. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm just going to reach. I'm just going to reach. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is a thing I do. It, 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 it. He, he's into my pack. He's a healer. I reach into my pack and pull out... Uh, a, a dinky looking healing potion. We've we've tried that. Uh, he's he's got a few broken ribs and things. That's not gonna fix that. Yeah. How did he get that way? <sighs> Let's start from where things went all to shit. We've been down here for a few days now. We can't we can't make it out, and it's we've been having trouble actually trying to get out anyway. He can't move. I, I can't move him. The flumps, they aren't strong. Like, she leans in like, look at them. They can barely pick up the rusted-ass weapons. They can't. We can't get him out of here. Uh, and besides, it's dangerous out there. 
Okay. We um, we we came in through through a through a through a drilled entrance way that gopher over there. She just calls him gopher because he's the gopher. Uh, that gopher drilled into the side of the mountain, and we popped in in this. I would guess a religious district of this city, and there were fourteen of us. Our guild accompany accompany. Blackhearts. Pe- yeah, the Blackhearts, uh, and then there were the nine of us, and we we broke. We we didn't. We heard the um, this hammering in the distance, and then we heard, saw the soft glow on this weird fortress-like structure in the center. You see it. You've seen it. And so we were going to camp before exploring further and just like... Well, what are you lacking here? In order to what? In order to see the, the Actually, sand's angry. Uh, a, a, a splints in time? Like, it's broken ribs. That doesn't heal with just a potion. I mean, we have we have poles and rope. Yeah, but he's not going to be able to move. At least not without a lot of help. We can, we we have can make mules. a stretcher. Okay. We have meals. Okay. Oh, that, <laughs> you have a barbarian. I, listen, you don't want to carry the guy. Mind listen, you, I'm, I'm like still seeing space. Listen, I'm not going <laughs> to go into detail as to how... Yeah. So, we came into this temple district, which is a little northwest of here. We camped out. I was going to go out and see what the sound, because this place looks uninhabited for the most part, um, except for whatever's making that noise. And then first night, we woke up to a scream, and one of the Blackheart interns was literally being devoured by this undead creature, like a like a ghoul or like a ghast or, or something. And then the camp was just in mayhem because none of the other Blackhearts were around and there was just these ghouls attacking us everywhere and so we just all scattered. Rod is literally crossing <clears throat> the guy's name off. <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah. As. Um. <laughs> like Pierre just did that. What? 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 He crossed the guy's name off as she mentioned him being devoured. We saw... Like a big fucking game of Clue. It was one of the interns and then a n- Claudia, she didn't make it. She got tackled by a group of the Ghouls and I didn't turn around How to see. How many were there? The, the ghouls. Uh, there were like seven or eight. Tackled, but we didn't. You didn't oh, see. Oh, uh... uh, look, she's she's done. Ghouls don't look. I'm. I don't have. I don't think we're gonna find her ghouls in one piece. Ghouls blood and body. Yeah, I don't. It's exactly right. Ghoul, these these are the ghouls <clears throat> that when they touch you, they paralyze. They you. paralyze you and then they eat at yeah. their leisure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to... We all scattered around. I'm still I, singing songs, yeah, mind you. Yeah. Sing a dirge. <laughs> the, the deep gnome ran into the temple, that with the big temple in that area. We saw the, the Warforged, the Halfling, the Dragonborn, and the, and the Ganassi. They all ran north. The rest of us ran south. And when we got to the bridge uh, crossing the chasm that basically divides the city in half, the, the ghouls and ghasts, they stopped. Mm. And before they before they got over here, and then we found these flumps, and we've been trying to devise how to get out of here and how to find the others. What happened to the deep gnome? They, they ran north. north. No, the deep gnome. Deep gnome ran into the temple. Okay. Now you said you've tried to leave, but you've had difficulty. Uh, we can't move him, and uh, <clears throat> I, I I can't getting out. I don't know any other exit, and I'm not going back there to the damn gas and ghouls. You can forget that. So, oh, so the cook is near dead. Yeah. Okay, first, have, have you eaten? Uh, we, no. Okay, we have food. Let's, yes. Before we, we go anywhere else, let's get a stretcher made. And we can make a stretcher out of, like, rope and bedroll. Yeah. 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 And poles. And we poles, find, because yeah. we have poles, and we can finally use them. So, 
we'll get started on that. Um, we'll we'll make some food. I don't think any of us is necessarily a look, chef, but look, look, I can guarantee you that you can cook anything better than what Coco did. Okay. So <laughs> he, right. he he may he may have a sweet nickname, but holy shit, his food sucked. <laughs> Okay, well we'll do we'll do that. We'll get him prepared. We we found a way in. You did? Yes. We came from the south. So the south. Yeah. So gay. Okay. Uh, gates that were seem to have been left open. Okay. Well, um, I've been able to, to survey and like mark some of what we we think is is out there. I I, I can show you. She shows a little crude mm-hmm. uh, map, basically uh, dictating where. Uh, that she that she was been able to she's been able to kind of explore some of the city. Should we look at it? Or? Uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move closer to you guys. Uh, so, and as she's going, I, I'm es- so I, I'm especially interested as she's showing us mm-hmm. if she can tell us where the ghouls. Mm-hmm. So she explains to you that north. Actually, actually, she would be able to. She's climbed to the roof of one of the buildings and. She has been able to get a, a sense of, of what is around. She has marked on her map through climbing to the top of one of these buildings, actually to the top of one of these water tower, stone water tower, well, aqueduct things that she tells you about. Uh, interestingly, she believes that that's how they irrigated the city. There's no water in them in this section that she's found. So how are they surviving? The flumps feed off of psionic, ener- psionic energy. The thoughts of other beings around them mm-hmm. actually feed them. And Ron uh, and Halexin, the philosophizer, has told you that they want you guys to, if you can, do what you can to get rid of the evil, the evil thoughts. Because they will actively seek out adventurers to get rid of uh, mind flayer colonies and other evil colonies of evil sentient creatures. Because evil thoughts are like poison to them. Mm-hmm. To the flumps. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So they have kind of asked you to do what you can to get rid of that. She, because this is Hero Brightcliff, according to the dossier. You meets have. the heroes. Meets the heroes Bright Brightcliff, Brightcliff. and she explains that she never understood why why her name was Meets the Heroes Brightcliff. Uh, the Tabaxi get their names through a divination ritual. Sometimes it's very clear. So, uh, sometimes it's on the head, on the on the nose, but they never really know. It's just part of their inner self discovery search is discovering what their names truly mean. But you can just call her Hero, and Hero shows you this map. <laughs> She explains to you that right now you're in what appears to be a marketplace. She knows that to the southwest there are some mines. She also tells you that there are uh, some mushrooms. Part of the mines have been turned into like these mushroom farms where they where the dwarves dug out or they started using that space to cultivate mushrooms for uh, for food. Um, so there are edible mushrooms in these mines, but she she knows that there are presences there. She doesn't know what. She suspects probably hook horrors and like she she noticed that there are piercers in there, so there could be a roper. The the temple district, which is which is to the west of this of this weird nut shaped like like the like a mechanical like nut and bolt hexagon thing that's literally dangling from these huge chains in this chasm. To the west of that is the uh, temple district. She notices that there seems to be a coliseum building over to the east as well, which is just north of. Is that that big circular that's, thing? That's the, that's the no. The the it will be east of the big circular thing with chains. Gotcha. The big circular thing with chains. She doesn't know what it is, but she 
um, oh, I see arena. Yeah. Yeah, but she she this is just her guesses at what these things are. She just knows that it's big, it's fuck off, and it looks fortified, and it's all metal. It's all fucking metal, and it's fucking Brutal. big. She was able to see a palace, um, and what looks like maybe a prison or a military place. She was able to see that there may be a forge area. That's what she assumes this hammer, this hammering you hear in the distance is. So it's still active, you think? For all we know, there are still dwarves here. That's for all I know, anyway. Did he sense any? You sense from the, the one? Nope, Connell didn't. Uh, we don't have reason to believe there are any, at least not in the immediate area. Well, our tracker is... Could it get at that? Well, the uh, our host, she looks around at some of the flumps who are now like, like floating over the scene with a. Yeah. Have requested that we do something about some snake people, and she points at the Kenku, who says, "Yeah, I ain't doing any of that shit." We will, we'll handle that. Where? Oh, the black cards. The Kanku speaks up and says, Yeah, those bastards, they, they ran out and just left us alone. I don't really know where they went to, but they sure as hell didn't do their job. As far as I tell, we're all going to fucking die. You're, you're not going to die. You'll be okay. There's a way out, and I'll, I'll, I'll basically... Actually, if you can show them the map that we have, which is... Um. Wait, didn't he sense that there were more humanoid figures? Yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. be alive, hmm? technically? I mean, yeah, but, but they, they don't around. know. Right. They ran so, south. So the rest towards, of their party ran north, yeah, and then two okay. of them just got fucking... So uh, they ran towards the part of the map that we don't have any... They, they, they ran, no, no. Yeah, they don't want to see our map. East. Yeah, they, they, don't, they, they don't want to see this. Well, what I'll do then is I'll, I'll, I'll point on what they have filled out, mm-hmm. like, to where we came from. Yeah. And say, you know. It's like, you just, you just yeah. go. She does say she has information on that southeast part of the map. Yeah. She says there's this weird suspended road. Like, it can be lowered on chains leading into this entrance way in the southeast, but I haven't gone there. Maybe a way out of the city? Into um, the, uh... We're, we're, Maybe. I'll, I'll ask the Flumps, actually, if they can tell me about where they came in, mm-hmm. how they initially found it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we can check it out, but as far as I know... Were, were you the guys who made the big, loud explosions? Yes. Yes. Specifically oh, me, but yes. And then there's an explosion outside. Huh. Yep. And all the Flumps in their gear float out the cavern. And you, you can see outside there are 11 things like sort of marching down the street. Things. They look they look like they 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 are moving in unison and they 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 look like they're in heavy armor. Can Generally see, humanoid in, in they they appear like that. Actually you can see they, they have the sort of like red light, reddish, greenish Is it the same light? Cell light. What? Is it the same light? Uh, it's reddish. It flips on like a, a, a sort of yellow screen. We're going to say yellowish green light. Right. You can you can look out and these flumps are now floating towards this, uh, this what looks to be a battle formation. Small, very small battle formation of five beings with shields in front and then in the back are these beings with what look to be crossbows for arms that are like shooting these flumps down, just mowing down. The, the flumps are actually like getting killed? Oh, yeah. And behind them, there's this huge hulking giant thing just sort of clunking, and you can actually see the face of this giant metal hulking colossus. The head looks metal. It almost looks like a helmet, but there's no head you can see underneath it, and it's in the shape of a cobra hood. 
So this is a looks like a construct. Looks like a construct of sort. Uh, now that you have the knowledge of the one in the back, these are constructs. The other ten are constructs. 